To grapple man, soon may come To ramble, rant, and flap his gums One day when the grapplers scrum He'll talk about the wrestling world Well, Priest got his boys and they gathered round They gambled picks from a site they found In hopes they'd hit their fists will pound Gamble, gamble, degenerates we are back with the playoffs here for the gambling with the grappling. And I'm Dave, being joined by CJ, Billy, and Dino as usual. I don't have a lot of pep in my voice and battling uh, some sickness, so I'm going to let these guys talk a hell of a lot more than I do. Uh, but Billy closed out the season with a Week 18 victory. Uh, we'll run down those games with Billy. Uh, finally getting another one in the bag there. It's been a minute. Yep, just getting getting the wheels turned up, greased up, ready for the playoffs, baby. Yeah. Ten and six week for you, uh, CJ and I were nine and seven. Dino eight and eight, so take that as a positive week to close out the season. Not too shabby. Uh, way to end it out there, but uh, yeah, want as well to just start with the games. Run down that we get to the news of the week. There's only six games this week, so it should be pretty quick here today, folks. Uh, the Chiefs and Raiders. Uh, that was a blowout. It ended up being 31-13. What do you guys gotta say about that one? Raiders are a good football team. The Raiders have screwed me. Uh-huh. Raiders and Baltimore, the two teams this year that were like, no matter what I did, they did the opposite. I just could never get a feel for that fucking team. Pittsburgh, you were dead on, though. The Ravens do that to you. The Ravens fucked me up last year. Didn't matter who I took in them. That game was an automatic loss. I'll I picked Ravens. a lot of people up this weekend. Who, the Ravens? Yep. I don't know. Uh, Tennessee and Jacksonville. Tennessee had a lead most of that game. Jacksonville came back and won the won the South. Josh Dobbs looked surprisingly good. Like, why did they ever start Malik Willis? They might have not been in that position had they started. I don't. Well, they just picked him up the other day, didn't they? they yeah. Went, they like off the Lions practice squad. Yeah. Um. Which, funny, we had David Blau starting a game. We had Josh Dobbs. Like, a lot of Lions practice squad quarterbacks started games this week. Um, Yeah, there was a lot of junk. Can we get to uh, – has Vince McMahon came down from the fucking rafters at uh, the Seahawks-Rams game yet? <laughs> that was a lot. What was game. that? That was some bad officiating. Oh. That was the most Lions game – I've you know seen. what? We're we're a little bit removed from it, and I can accept like it was probably the best thing because they would have been the seventh seed and they would have got fucking drilled by the 49ers. Maybe not drilled, but what they would have lost in both. So the Rams would have won. They would have lost. Both picks would have been further back. I mean, it's probably for the better. And fuck, was that feeling great on Monday? Just knowing you were that team. I mean, that's – I don't want to say the biggest win because there's been other wins that have gotten them in the playoffs. That's the most satisfying win I can remember ha- the Lions having. Oh, and it was so fun. It was so fun. So much fun. Yeah, I had, I had said earlier in the day uh, to, to some people that I think if the, if the Rams win, I think the Lions blow it. Like, they screw themselves. But I'm like, if the Seahawks win, I think the Lions are going to beat the shit out of the Packers. It just had that had that feeling. Um, 
So it, I mean, it was like one of those bittersweet things. But I, I do wonder what would, if how that game would have played out. Um, young players already making some mistakes. See, they would have made more mistakes. I thought it was different. As soon as that Seattle game ended, I was like, oh, they're about to get drilled. Oh, no. Mangini had a good point earlier in the week of like, Kind of what to, to what Dave was saying because I, I at the time I was I was I, like you Billy where I'm like because I was feeling that like crushing like oh fuck they could have so I thought maybe that that's how they were feeling but Mandini earlier in the week had said like it would take the pressure off and they could just yeah. play with their ears pinned back and and do what Dan Campbell said after the, at the end of the first quarter is hey we're not getting in you're not fucking either yeah and I mean it's not hard to get fired up because they were talking a ton of shit. I mean, a ton of shit. I mean, Rogers was uh, the week before going around on a victory tour of, see, we're we're back acting like they made the playoffs, and they just hadn't. And his disrespect this year of the Lions is wild for a team that was yep. not very good. Bit him in the ass. Yes, it did. Yeah, it's all about that team. That team. You know what it kind of reminded me of? It reminded me of it. They're the fucking University of Michigan with Michigan State. That's how the University of Michigan is with Michigan State. Yeah. Well, that's why they. That's why they gang. That's why they gang beat that motherfucker in the tunnel. They're like, top of shit, motherfucker. If I can't get you on the field, I'll get you off the field. Yeah. No. And now we do it three Lansing, Ann Arbor, bitch. That's three straight, by the way. People poo poo the the week seventeen last year. Yeah. Lions had the lead with the starters in. Yeah, they did. They yep. did. Yeah. It was it's 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 interesting. So I mean, is this just a thing where we play Green Bay the last game of the year every year? No, mm-hmm. next year it'll be Minnesota. You can book that one. You yep. should. Can we ever get the Bears? <laughs> well, they're in the rebuild. No. It, it'll be Detroit, Minnesota, week eighteen. There's yep. an interesting rumor going on about the Bears. I actually think what do you think about this? If Kansas City wins it all, Detroit has to go to Kansas City. Yeah. Opening night, Thursday night, Detroit at Kansas City. I don't think they would get the opener. You don't I mean, think so? No, they probably you don't get, think they're that hot of a team. It would depend on how these playoffs go. I mean, if the Chargers make a run, um, it depends on who Kansas City's playing. Like if Kansas City's playing Cincinnati or Buffalo. Yeah. I'll throw that shit out there. Yeah, that's Chargers, true. Chargers, well, Bills, or Bengals. I, I didn't even think I didn't even take Cincinnati into account because we'll, we'll whatever, get to it. Whatever the AFC uh, championship game is, probably a rematch. Yeah, uh, who knows? Well, what? well, well. You know what? We'll get to it. Yeah. You know what though? Right now, I would love to see it be Green Bay and Detroit first game of the season on that uh, prime time. <laughs> Sign me up for that one. Jordan Love versus Jared Goff. Yep. I love it. Uh, we'll get to the Sunday games here real quick. Miami and the Jets. Uh, I was on Miami Island. It came through fruitfully. They won 11-6. to six. What a barn burner that was. That game was hurt to watch. It's terrible. Um, is uh, Skylar Thompson starting this week, or is it going to yes. be Teddy? Is Tua who? They haven't, they haven't said anything on Tua. Well, Tua not. hasn't been cleared. Like, when I saw it this morning, Tua was not cleared to play. That's the last I saw of it. Now, that could have changed by noon, but, you know, by, like, 9.30 this morning, I saw and he wasn't cleared. So, okay. yeah, I don't think he's playing. 
Oh. He's lucky he's not dead. All right. Uh, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Uh, Cleveland's getting two and a half. Pittsburgh won 28-14. Uh, fuck that little elf. And the uh, the Steelers. I tell you what, if you want to go by actual definition, coach of the year should go to Mike Tomlin. How the hell he got that team to nine wins? Uh, I still say Dable, but or or even real like. I mean, yeah, Dable or Peterson, one of the three. Because I mean, hard to count Shanahan out for it too. I mean, third string quarterback. Yeah, but that defense though. I yeah, mean, that's, oh, it's, that's an elite level defense. Like with Peterson and Dable, you've got teams that were picking yeah. in the top four, and now they're in the playoffs. Yeah, Campbell, they should have. Ja- Jacksonville, I mean, considering what they went through last year with fucking Uncle Urban, <laughs> I guess that's true. Are we sure it's not going to be Cliff Kingsbury? Yes. Pretty certain of that. I think we can count Nathaniel Hackett, Cliff Kingsbury, and Josh McDaniels out of Coach of the Year. How about, how about Grandpa Lovey? Is he going to make it? Unfortunately, uh, that old white-bearded son of a bitch isn't going to make it. You, you know what? You know what made me laugh? I thought of this. I don't know if I texted this in the group or not, but I thought of this Sunday. You guys remember a couple years ago when the Jets fuck, just fucked around and won a couple games and lost out on uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yep. And I started giggling. And then the fucking Texans did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of, they beat Indy 32-31. Was it a Hail Mary and a two-point conversion? It was a fourth and 20. from yeah, like fourth the- and 20. And now, how funny would it have been when they scored the touchdown? How funny would it have been extra point if they would have taken a knee? <laughs> I saw that suggestion being made. It went right through a Colts defender's hand. Like that should that should not have been caught. But just an all time choke job by Indy to lose that game. And a choke job by Texans to win that game. Is there Do you think Lovey knew he was getting fired? That's why he went for two? I actually part of me does. I think so too. I think so. He knew, and I think it was one of those things. They didn't want him from the start, and the only reason they fucking hired him is because Brian Flores said the NFL is racist, period, point fucking blank. Yeah, they wanted Josh McCown. (laughs) Well, the other thing I saw, though, was related to that was they didn't want the allegations of tanking, and so they had to go for the win, and that's what you would go for, too, in most situations like that. I, I believe that less than... Lovey knew he was out and just wanted to send a fuck you to a toxic franchise. I mean, it's a terrible franchise. And like how you know, I, you I'm actually Miller, on the right? ladder. I think Lovey knew he was on the way out and he fucking dialed yeah. up his best play. Yeah. I mean, you had, you had, uh, Billy I Ryan. think he had that thing. I think he had that thing stored in his back pocket and he was like, just get me to a fucking chance to run this bitch. And by all miracles, he did. <laughs> Annexation of Puerto Rico. Now he's going to get to sit back for the next 10 years. Giggle his shaft off. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the franchise, the ownership going from both Bill Bryan and Nick Casario and staying with that whole New England culture. I know, Billy, you're, you know the ins and outs of that thing firsthand. Um, with John Carroll University. Uh, oh, yeah. The JCC, the John Carroll cult, man. 
That's the, uh, we're better than you. We know we're smarter than you. You know, that, that just that mantra. So smartest if, man in the room. But if I'm the owner of the, of the Texans, let's take a look at this. So who was drafting in the top five last year, right? It was, it was huge. It was, uh, the yeah. Jags first. They're in the playoffs. Detroit second. A nut hair away from the playoffs. Uh, Texans were third. Jets. Texans were third. Then the Jets were fourth. And the Giants were fifth. And the Giants yeah. were fifth. The Texans were third. Yes, and they, they took fucking Derek Stingley, dude. This oh, yeah. is wh- this is what I'm saying. This yeah. is what I'm saying. They go back to back years, one and done coaches. They take corners at three. They fuck themselves out of the number one pick. They'll fucking you know what they'll say? They're building the culture. What culture? You just fired the coach, dumb fucks. So that's my point. Like the the Jets, the Giants are in the playoffs. The Jets had a better year. They're just they got to find a fucking quarterback. The only the only one that's left is the Texans. How is Casario still there? If you're firing Lovey, they're sale they're 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 salespeople. They they uh, they like you know BQ. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Draft the corner Daniel like that. Yeah. It's that that group of people, man. It's. It's the Patriot way, or the. Giants. I'm so I'm so glad we're done with that. Oh man, I saw Jelani Tavai make a or uh, not Jelani Tavai. Oh fucking Tease Tabor. Tease Tabor in the Seattle game, and I went Bob Quinn smiling somewhere. Watched the most film on him out of anybody. Run a four eight forty as a corner. Let's take him in the second round, boys. Does he play man coverage? I think, yeah, I think that I'm playing safety, actually. He tried. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I would have drafted him at 4-8. Man, you got, you got fucking Tyreek Hill one-on-one. What you going to do, homie? Hope you keep another, up. Another thing. Get continuous pass interference. Having to root for Baker Mayfield just fucking hurt, man. <laughs> I haven't I'm, had that pain in a long time. That's the GOAT. Yeah, I mean... Now I get why Cleveland hated him. <laughs> yeah. There was so much about that game that pissed me off. The Dean Blandino just, yep, that's, <laughs> that call was wrong. That call was wrong. That call was wrong. Oh, that's <laughs> tough. Oh, fuck me, right? But it, it it just, it really sucks because you, you just shouldn't start one and six. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't start one and six. Your head coach shouldn't blow two games for you in the last two minutes. It's just fuck. It is what it is. I I I can't tell. I'm telling you what. I am so excited for this off season. Yeah, it's exciting off season. Um, we mentioned uh, Baker Mayfield. His old team, Carolina, won another barn burner down in do uh, in uh, New Orleans. Uh, went in ten to seven. What the Did hell? Not- did not see one highlight pop up for this game. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't either. CJ, did you see this game? No. Uh, what games did I have this week? You have Atlanta, Tampa. Hold on, hold on. Were you, were you yes, I had I heard somewhere. Somebody said that was going to be the highest scoring game of the week. Was that on this, or was I listening to that somewhere? I had to have been listening to it somewhere. Oh man. We all know New Orleans has one of the best defenses in the league here. We always talk about that. New Orleans under is pretty safe at every week. 
That's, yeah. I was going to say, I was wondering. I heard that was going to be a high-scoring game. Went, what the? And then saw it was 10-7. to 7. <laughs> He thought... He thought, yeah, that crazy fucker in Alabama said that shit. He thought, yeah, the Saints are gonna fucking roll. Uh, it had to be. It had to be somebody local who was assuming Carolina had a high-powered offense for putting up forty on the Lions for running for five hundred fucking yards. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have thought to think about it being a high-scoring game. I mean, well, was it a little higher scoring than I thought, Atlanta? Put up 30 on Tampa Bay, went 30 to 17. Uh, Billy had Atlanta's lock. Good call there, being on an island. Yep, that was too easy. Didn't make sense. You know, had I picked that game, I probably. Oh, I don't want to hear that six. bullshit. Next. <laughs> probably would be 10 and 6. Yeah, Billy would have had the tiebreaker, though. Since you Mr. 4 o'clock. You know, if, if there was more 4 p.m. games throughout the season, he probably would have won more, too. <laughs> Mr. Four O'clock. If they were all at four o'clock, yeah, he would have took. Didn't have a good four o'clock this past week. Would have been a champion. Um, uh, Minnesota steamrolled the the, uh, the Bears. Minnesota played their starters for the first half, got a nice lead. Their backups held Nathan Peterman to bay too, so it didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Peterman played too well. They brought in Tim Boyle. <laughs> who another, immediately threw an interception. Another Lion practice squad QB getting some action in Week 18. Anybody see the rumors of the Bears possibly trading Justin Fields to pick up quarterback <laughs> yeah. number one? Like, that's why would you do that? That's like, just that's, that's that real. <laughs> no, but it's that's on every it's on every well, it's on ESPN and NFL Network and Rich Eisen is talking about it. Everybody's fucking talking about it. But they had nothing else to talk shit. about. They got to manufacture stories. There's shit to talk about. Tom Brady's playing the Dallas Cowboys. Tom Brady has a losing fucking season for the first time in his life. How does he feel about that? Why are we not talking about that? We're talking about Aaron Rodgers fucking retiring. Like, so now we're I'm gonna. Okay. Like, did Adam Schefter report this first? Because if Schefter reported it, then it's bullshit all the way through. Because I don't believe a fucking word that guy says. I mean, no, the he's, GM, a great, he's a great reporter. He's fucking fantastic. Ryan Poles, or, uh, is that the GM at Chicago, Ryan Poles? Yeah. He had a press conference where he said, we're going to evaluate the draft class, and if we're blown away, yeah, we'll go after a quarterback. And that stirred the ship storm. It's not happening. They're do- using it for leverage because they want to trade back once or maybe twice and get a haul of picks. Yeah, I will say that was not the the uh, staff in place when they took him, was it? No. So yeah. it wouldn't no. surprise me because the Bears do do stupid shit. They do. They're the worst franchise in sports. But, but hey, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. It just I'm just gonna say I'm playing devil's advocate. It wouldn't. Would not surprise me one bit. But I think they're more likely to trade back than anything. But yeah, yeah. I mean, take Will Anderson or move back. Like I'm not a biggest Indy the to try to field. jump Houston. Like yeah. Indy could try to jump because Houston picking two. Indy could try to if they love one of the quarterbacks more than the other, they could jump Houston to get their guy. Yeah, I'm the and Bears. I'm, I'm talking to Indy. I, yeah, I don't think Ohio State puts good quarterbacks out like for the pros. They don't. They just don't translate typically. Um, 
is Justin Field like does Bryce Young or CJ Stroud give you any more comfort than Justin Fields? I I don't think so. I would say no. Yeah. Not, not where they are. Like if they like they have no fucking wide receivers. Like you have nobody to throw the ball to. Oh, oh, no lie. Garbage. <laughs> no lie. No receivers. Well, so it's like if you if you had something, okay, if you had something, then maybe, you know, you could trade for uh, a pocket passer. Right. Because Bryce Young is predominantly a pocket fucking passer. Right. Yeah. CJ Stroud is the same. You know, he scrambles, but he's not like a Justin Fields, you know. So that's what that it wouldn't make sense for them to do that. Like at all, but who the well, fuck knows? You know, I, I mean, why wouldn't they take take a tackle? I mean, your in division rival just took a defensive end at two overall. Like, fucking counter that. Take a tackle. Protect. What the hell did they even pick last year? They uh no, they're they're a garbage franchise, and they're one hundred percent gonna take Jackson Smith and Jigba because he was a red shirt with Justin Fields. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, it works for me. <laughs> oh, the Bears. Speaking of, oh, we talked about the Bears there. The uh, the next game, the Phillies have, uh, the Phillies, the Philadelphia Eagles have a top 10 pick. Quick. They have the Saints quick, pick, quick, right? Quick. Yeah. Real quick, like, because I won't get a chance to say it. Fuck the Bears. Thank you. Okay. So the Eagles get the pick in the top 10. They, des- they, they had a big lead against the Giants. They went at 22-16, backdoor cover for the Giants. Uh, there, Giants in the playoffs, playing Minnesota, who just beat Chicago. Philly gave a top ten pick. Seattle's in the playoffs with a top five pick. I uh, don't, I don't see Philly using that pick. Did they trade out? Yeah. Um, I and to go with that, I don't think the Lions will use eighteen either. I think they'll trade that for a player. Is Jalen Carter? Wait, is the Philly has what pick? Ten, I think. Oh, no, never mind, never mind. I was going to say, is if Jalen Carter or Will Anderson are there, they might, but they're not going to be there. Never mind. Yeah, uh, unlikely, unlikely. Uh, the Rams, we talked a little bit on that game. Uh, Seattle gets to win 19-16 in overtime. Uh, just anything more we need to say about the shitty refs in that game? I we could talk Sean McVay and what the fuck is happening there. I. Is he bailing on his team? They spent from the night of the Super Bowl to literally draft night drunk. And then now Sean McVay's thing about leaving because they had a bad seat. He spent the entire offseason drunk. Matt Stafford shoved a woman off the stage. Like, what is it? This is not going to be a good season for them. <laughs> so, it's like they got rid of their future. You know, they, they got rid of, like, for however they, you know, they just, they, they got rid of it and they traded away players and they didn't get anything in return for any of it. So it's like, you know, you got the Super Bowl, but now you're going to suffer for the next five years because you're going to hey, be mediocre. They got that Super Bowl. When, when's the last time the Lions could say that? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you win. You win the Super Bowl, you win. So it, it is what it is. The, the picks, I don't know how many picks they have that they didn't fuck. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, a – but also you're missing Aaron Donald. You're missing Cooper Cup. You're missing Matt Stafford. You have no offensive line. 
All they, they killed him is they had no offensive line. Yeah. And it's like, who cares if you suck for 10 years? You won a Super Bowl. There's only been 55 of them. Like, and the yeah, Patriots. How, many of, those, how many of those are fucking repeats? Absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of people are are trying to look at the New England and duplicate that where you just got to get mad, get one. Get one. Just get one and be happy with it. Yep. Anything else is a bonus. If you get one every 20 years, that's that's amazing. Good job. Yeah. And that was what? Their last one was in Kurt Warner like 22 years before that one or something like that? Hey, get Super Bowl every 20 years, your fan base will be real happy. More than that, 99, I think it was, right? Yeah. They got to yeah. 01, but yeah. So Got got to 18, was it? But yeah, for first win in like 30 years. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, Denver beat the Chargers 31-28. Mike Williams getting injured in that game. Good call, Billy. He said Denver win that game outright. Brandon just... Staley's got some questions to answer. Yeah, and they left the starters in the whole game, didn't they? Yep. I, uh, and, and I think Herbert came out in the fourth in the fourth quarter, like the six minutes ago or something. But my, Bosa got hurt. Williams got hurt. I, he's got. If they lose, if they lose to Jacksonville, he's got to fucking answer some questions. Rightfully so. It's like, what are we? What are we doing here? You're not. You can't move past the fifth seed. You're the fifth seed. Hey, I get them. I get doing what Minnesota did, and you start them, and you let them play, and then you, you know, you don't want them to take a full week off and get rusty potentially. I get that. But play them a quarter. Play, treat it like a preseason game. Then play them a quarter. May and then get them out, and then let your backups play. Or like Tampa Bay, where they're like, we need some momentum. Like we haven't had a good season. We need some momentum. Let's let's play together. And, yeah. But yeah, hold them first quarter. Yeah, and end of the first quarter. Don't that, fuck them in the fourth. I think I would have started them and let them, left the offense out there until they scored. Yeah, Once sure. they scored, pull them off. Yeah. Get a touchdown. Uh, but, but then you know you got guys with contracts and certain stat milestones and things that you might be trying to get. Get to obtain for bonuses. That wasn't what this that's was. That's true. But that, that wasn't was. what this was. You're right. I don't know what this was. <laughs> Bad coach. It was fucking dumbass. <laughs> Dumbassedness. I'm not sure if they know what this was. Because uh, they didn't play good. Obviously. The team that did play pretty good was the San Francisco 49ers. They steamrolled the Cardinals 38 to 13. Not in that first quarter. Not in that first quarter. Arizona was leading at certain points. Yeah, they had the J.J. Watt inspiration going for him, and then that fizzled. Anybody else glad that's over with? Or? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I feel bad for Cliff Kingsbury, you know. Wish he would have got fired during the fucking Hard Knocks season. Like, I wish he would have. Like, I had been calling all fucking podcasts. Cliff yep. Kingsbury needs to go. Cliff Kingsbury needs to go. They need to do it in the middle of fucking hard knocks, like week 12, you know, maybe week 13. Slice that motherfucker's head up. No, no, we're going to hold off. Now, Brandon, we're going to wait. Here's my thing. On Cliff. Here's my thing on Cliff Kingsbury. He wasn't a winning coach in college. I don't know why you thought he was going to be a winning coach in the pros. However, hold on, hold on. Throw this nugget in there. 
here's a little fun fact for you. A little tidbit. He wasn't a winning coach in college with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this is true. But it was at Texas Tech, so whatever. Um, but Kyler Murray just seems like the biggest little bitch to have to deal with. I don't know why. I just get that vibe. I think Kyler's the problem, to be honest with you. I mean, you could say that about both of them, right? Like, I would say Kingsbury's kind of a bitch, and Kyler's kind of a bitch, and when you throw two divas in a cat fight, one of them's got to go, right? I don't get that vibe. When you hear people talk about Cliff Kingsbury, they like him. People don't like, like, you'd listen to, like, uh, A.Q. Shipley. He only played with him his rookie year, but you'd listen to, like, Shipley talk about him. Not glowing reviews. The thing with Kingsbury is the media likes Kingsbury. You don't really hear too many players saying they love Cliff. You hear the media. The media loves Cliff. I bet you he is a stellar offensive coordinator. Yes. Yeah. That's probably he can be he can be one of those guys that's for the boys, you know, at all times now. He doesn't have to put on the the leader front he can be for the boys calling plays but he's not i mean he's a great if, offensive mind yeah if bill belichick is is still bill belichick he's got a call in the cliff kingsbury already yep or frank reich um everybody loves frank reich yeah uh washington Put a stomping on Dallas, twenty-six to six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was on Washington Island. I thought they would cover. I did not think they would win, and I did not think they would shut Dallas down. That was a win one for Ron. That was win one for the coach, Ron Rivera. You guys were calling him a dipshit for not knowing they were gone from the playoffs. And look, I've been calling I mean, Ron Rivera's head since week four. I, I, I mean, it doesn't change the fact that he. Started Taylor or Tyler Heineke for X amount of weeks to get him into that position. Then he started Carl Wentz. He will never be <laughs> yeah. forgiven for that. Yeah, you, you, gotta know, Carl, you gotta pull Carl out the bag and throw him back out there. It's not working, boys. Come here, Carl. Let's hook it up. Meanwhile, Sam Howell may be the best of the three. <laughs> Did he look good? <laughs> I didn't watch the game. I unfortunately had the pleasure of having that game on TV, and I gave no shits about it at all. I don't like the Commandos, and I don't like the fucking Cowboys. I had no interest in that shit. It was played for nothing. But everybody likes the fucking star. I had I had, I had, had both fucking NFC East games on, the fucking 4 o'clock game, and none of them meant shit. All you got is, oh, are the Eagles going to get the number one seed? Doesn't fucking matter. Fuck does it matter? They're already all in the playoffs. <coughs> Two things. CJ calling them the commandos every week on this podcast makes me I firmly believe the commandos is a much better name than commanders at this point. Second thing. I, I, I so are we gonna are we gonna call them the commandos going forward? I'm fine with it. Yeah. I, it sounds better, doesn't it? Commandos. The other thing was the three coaches after week one that we all said were on the hot seat was Matt Rule, he gone, Cliff Kingsbury, he gone, and Nathaniel Hackett after one game, he's gone. So we, we hit the nail on the head with the three coaches that we thought were on the hot seat after the very first game of the season. Don't forget about don't forget about Uncle Frankie. I called for him for a long time too. 
Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the one that. I don't. After week one, we didn't. They're like, oh, they tied. They'll figure it out. We did. We weren't calling for him yet. It was, it like, was after week two. It was like, oh boy. <laughs> and, <laughs> they, and that's they, when Josh like, Daniels got on the hot seat. Too. I think but, they tied tied Houston, then like lost to Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh that's boy, like that, that <laughs> fucking great game against Denver, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be a barn burner. Six hundred and forty-three year old Matt Ryan takes the field. Uh, the two but, games that we didn't have spreads on, we just did pick them: Cincinnati and Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati won 27-16. Anthony Brown started for Baltimore, and then the Bills uh, in New England they win 35-23. Uh, pretty cool story there, um, uh, with the with the opening kickoff return for a touchdown for the Bills. Pretty pretty cool way to start the game. Yeah, but the Bills didn't look good. Like they scored two kick return touchdowns. And then, you know, game. defense didn't play good. I got to watch that game, and I'm sitting there going, okay. Well, Jesus, CJ, they're missing their safety. What do you want them to do? I mean, it's, you know, the motherfucker <laughs> could have got out of the hospital bed and said, wouldn't one for the Gipper, you know, like, what the fuck's going did you, on here? Did you hear the story about how, uh, when how he came to, it was like, hey, did we beat Cincinnati? When Hines returned the touchdown, that he set that that Hamlin set the monitors all off in the hospital because he was going nuts. It made me think of Major League with Lou yeah. Brown. <laughs> oh no, they ain't I got, didn't know they that. Ain't got no Sheilas hitty there in Buffalo. No Shad Slong in Den- in Jacksonville. Oh, I love this bullshit. Oh, Side. <laughs> 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 like, and then uh, Sunday night was the Packers and the Lions. Lions win 2016. Uh, so the four and a half should have went the other way. And the Lions still I mean, How do you shove a medical personnel on that day? <laughs> For the second time anyways. in a season. And it's like, okay, so that dude shoves him. And then was it 95 or 93, like, Bias. bumps his chest into him, like, afterwards? Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? Swift played with him at Georgia, and he was their Georgia boy, so they were looking out for their boy. Yeah, way to look out for your boy while the guy trying to help him. (laughs) Mr. Glass is hurt, bitch. Let him the fuck up. What's wrong with you? Bunch of fucking jackalins. Dumbass. Yeah, best part about that is the guy down was a Georgia guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's what they were saying. They wanted to check on their their boy, their Georgia boy. Been in the league. Why would you push the medical away from helping your boy, idiots? I like how the guy, the medical guy, bowed up to him though. That guy, that guy was born in Detroit. I'm sure. <laughs> like, or he's been there long enough to be like, motherfucker. One thing we didn't get touch off, on. Get up off me, country boy. Was the third down play. Uh, Coming out, it was a third or fourth down play coming out of the two minute warning. The the hook and ladder. What, what a fucking play call. What a fucking No, a no, that was a horrible play call. Ben Johnson fucking sucks. How do you call a hook and ladder there? Fuck Ben Johnson. No team should want Ben Johnson. Fuck that guy. Even if the play didn't work, I would have liked the play call. No, Ben Johnson fucking sucks. No teams want Ben Johnson. 
That's the narrative people are pushing. This is the part where Dino is going wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, I don't think he's getting a job either. Even if he does, I'm not, like, terribly worried about it because he wasn't the OC last year. In the last six games, they were humming at a pretty good rate. They didn't have the fourth best offense in the fucking league, though. The, The best offense over the last 10 weeks. But that's no, kind of, I mean, I, I don't thought, get me wrong. I really hope he comes back. I really do hope he comes back. Yeah, me too. I mean, AG's getting interviews too. Think someone's gonna hire? I think he's got more of a chance to get hired than Ben Johnson. With the thirty-second fucking, I think. I think teams are just trying to check off a box. True, but I think I think AG yeah. has a shot to get a job because he's well respected in the league. And he's been kind of serving assistant head coaching roles. He's not just a coordinator. Him and Deuce Staley run a lot of meetings and shit, too. No, the the defense has been specifically blamed for why the Lions aren't 11 and 6. So I, I, I don't I think I think Billy's right on that one. I, I, I agree. But there's more like when you get these guys in an interview room, it's more about what they, you got to look for a leader, and I think Aaron Glenn has that leadership skill. He's got dog shit players that he got the most out of at, at, at a certain point in the season. But, um, I mean, I'm just saying, I think he checks more of a head coaching. He has a, a chance to be a more yeah, successful I, head coach. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But yeah. I, I just, I, I do think that he's just checking, checking the box Absolutely. because I Absolutely. think teams are going to go more toward the young offensive minds. Yeah. But who knows anymore? It's That's too bad to have a good young offensive mind. I it's yeah, I was trying not to say that like, you know, I was trying not to say it, but No, we don't. We don't. I wish we had a good off- young offensive mind, but Ben Johnson fucking sucks. So Yeah, yeah. Real ballsy play call by MCDC. MCDC made a real gutsy call. Uh, fourth and one there. He made a nice call, and the and the Lions uh, Lions made it. And then that fourth down call, that the quick quick hitter to Chark. Um, I mean, you, Billy, I know you called it, saying, "Hey, I go for it on fourth. If it's fourth and two or less, go for it." And I mean, it was what fourth and one, and they went for it. Yeah, I just just if you get the first down, you end the game. Yeah, it's over. And if you don't, they've got to go 85 yards with no timeouts. Yep. And they have to score a touchdown either way. Yep. And with the way their kick returner is, they could tie it up on the kickoff. Yeah. Yep. Just get the first, end the game. Yeah. Take the knees, get out of there, and let's go Absolutely. to the draft. I, I, I do have one question about that game that I haven't been able to solve in, in, in the two days since. What the fuck did Jamal Williams say on his player intro? He said Swag Kazakagi, leader of the Hidden Den, or something shit like that. All right. That some animation? I don't, I, are we all in agreement that I I really hope he comes back? Yeah. Even if I don't, you know, he might. Bring he's... him, Anzalone, Bugs, bring them three back. So listen, I, I was thinking about this. Charles Harris, gone. Got him. Michael Brockers, gone. Gone. Retired. Alapola Vite, gone. Amani Awarie, pack your bags. <laughs> There's one person that I've been saying is dog shit that I actually think that they could keep 
and I think he they could turn him into a special teams ace. That's Will Harris. But cut those other guys, bring everybody else back, and I mean you only really need to sign maybe two guys. I saw a stack. Big, okay. big. Wow. He's a big he's, Bobby Okereke guy. I saw a stat. I don't know. If, I don't remember if I have the right guy or if it was somebody else, but I'm pretty sure PFF graded Will Harris as the best cornerback on the Lions. Yeah, he did. He was number 66 in the league. Which I think says more about <laughs> PFF than Will Harris, but. Yeah. Oh, man. Rated him higher than Jerry Jacobs. I mean, Okuda really struggled down the stretch, but Jerry Jacobs, I think, played I really good. Yeah, I, I thought Jerry Jacobs played very good. I mean, I I could be. I know he got a couple PIs, but he's a dog out there. He, oh and yeah, they get Tracy Walker back. Hopefully, he stays healthy. I mean, it, it, S- safety isn't an issue. They don't need safety at all. It's corners. They need corners and linebackers. Corners and a, like a third down backer that can cover somebody. Because Anzalone yep. and Rodrigo, they're decent run defenders. They can't fucking cover it. They couldn't cover me on a fucking it's, it's, it's ironic. They're decent run defenders, but Rashad Penny's still running to the Hall of Fame. And, and, and fucking Chuba Hubbard and whoever the other fucker was on Carolina is still running. The Anzalone, I think, does good in man coverage with tight ends. He and, just can't cover a running back. He can cover a tight end one Anzalone was a safety in college, and the Saints drafted him and put him in, made him a linebacker. Yeah. Because he could cover. And then they found out that he couldn't cover for real. <laughs> yeah, Anzalone can cover, like, the Bears tight end. He's not covering George Kittle. I mean, what tight ends went off on him this year, though? Did they play a tight end this year? Well, they played seventeen. They played eight. They played. Yeah, I would say they played seventeen. That's true. <laughs> All right. I mean, like he does a good job covering tight ends. When you put a, when he's done a running back, he's toast. He can't was, cover a running back. What was Hawkinson's stats when he came to when he played that second game? Not fantastic. No, not at all. He had like four catches for maybe forty yards or something like that. So like, Watching one game that the Minnesota played, and he had like 93 yards or some shit, and I couldn't remember what game that was. He dominated the peak kill of the Bears. I think he had two touchdowns, like 100 and some yards against the Bears. Yes, it was Minnesota and the Bears. Yeah, he killed the Bears. I am actually, at the end of the season, incredi- I was mad at the time. I'm incredibly happy they traded Hawkinson. Every, every Fuck yeah. He got better. He, he was a problem. He, he, wasn't, he was far more hype than he was stuff, substance. Yeah. He's he's average. He's not a he's an average tight end. You know he's got potential, but he's not like they want to bill him as like you know fucking George Kittle or he's talented. Uh, and I think that's the thing is with the Lions team is it that's doesn't necessarily mean like DeAndre Swift is probably their most talented player, but Jamal Williams was reliable. He did his job all year and he's breaking touchdown records and. He's getting a thousand yard season. Andrew Swift's getting hurt. He's not reliable. He's far more talented than Jamal Williams, but Jamal Williams had a better season. TJ Hawkins yeah. is way more talented than Brock Wright, Jane Silstra, and James Mitchell. But if he's not doing his job and not doing his assignment, if he's just taking plays off and then dropping passes thrown to him, he's hurting your team. 
And those other guys, me, Brock Wright dropped the pass, and the next time I threw it to him, he took it to the house. They had, you know, they all played well. They all blocked really, really well, which I don't think Hawkinson was a good blocker at all. And that was his MO no. coming to college. Was he was the, between him and Noah Fant, Hawkinson could block, I, Noah Fant couldn't. Well, Hawkinson couldn't block either. <laughs> so what's the take on Hutchinson and the defensive rookie of the year? I will admit, let me let me say this. I need a, I need a mea culpa because I was very loud around this time last year that Aiden Hutchinson uh, would not translate to the NFL. I may have been a little wrong. Nine and a half sacks and three interceptions later, I, I'm a man enough to admit I may have been a little wrong. I think he's the NFC uh, uh, defensive rookie of the year. I think Sauce Gardner still should get rookie of the year for overall the league because he was not just the best rookie corner. He was legit. He is the best corner. corner and just shut receivers down. He doesn't have the stats because, I mean, like what was like Revis didn't always have 10 interception yeah. seasons. When nobody's throwing to the guy you're covering, you're doing your fucking job and Sauce Gardner. He's the 2020s Revis. I, you know, to, to not give up a touchdown in college is impressive. I don't know if he gave up a touchdown this year or not, but teams did not throw his way. No. The Lions beat the Jets because they just saw where he, what side of the field he was on through the other side of the field. The most yards he gave up to a receiver he would, throughout the course of a game, in a game, guys he covered, 54 yards. Yeah, he's fucking incredible. 17 games. Yeah. The most a team got on you throwing your way was 54 yards. Do you think there's a chance that they have co-defensive rookies of the year? No. Hutchinson put up. Conference. Like, AFC will be Gardner. NFC will be Hutch. If you go overall, it'll probably be Gardner. Yep. Uh, Offensive, though, I have no idea. People were saying that Christian Watson, but I don't... Was the I mean, Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Walker? Right. I thought Kenneth Walker, but then, you know, you look at his stats, and it's like, okay, I don't know, you know. And you look at Christian Watts, Watkins, you know, and he's got whatever the fuck he's got. He's a And then, you know, you're going to look at, like, Olave and, and with the Saints. He had a decent no. season. No. Kenneth Walker, if you, look at it, if you look at it, his impact on the Seahawks, they win. He kind of, it's similar to T.J. Watt. They win when he's there. They don't when he's not. I Kenneth Walker's interesting. Kenny Pickett's interesting. Um, hey, Pickett should get the AFC. Throw Kenny into that. Uh, I, I per, me personally, I say it's between Kenneth Walker and Kenny Pickett. I, I saw somebody out there saying Brock Purdy. I'm like what? Brock Purdy and Christian Watson for the NFC Rookie of the Year. I'm like, you're nuts. Not AFC. long enough. Kenny Pickett probably has to be it. Maybe Damian Pierce. But can you really give a rookie of the year to a guy from Houston? Um, no. Over a quarterback that was, what, 8-6 and six as a starter? Or 8-5 and five as a so, starter? Yeah. I think it's got to be Kenny Pickett. It just does. I would. George Pickens is incredible, but the, the, quarterback, the quarterback's going to win over the receiver. Um, I just don't know if there's anybody else. We want to pick these wild card games. I we guess. Want to talk, talk national championship and other bullshit after. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wait for Billy to get back because he won the week. So, uh, 
I got to vamp for a minute, but um, coach of the year we talked about, rookie of the year we talked about. I Harris, Billy, I couldn't, I, I didn't vamp very good. Uh, I think is the coach of the year because you do have Dable, you have Peterson, you have Campbell, you have Sirianni, you have Pete Carroll. Like we all thought, Seattle was going to be the worst team in the league during the playoffs. Like you've got a good race for coach of the year this year. Yeah, I still say even Shanahan's got to be in that mix. Shanahan, you could throw in uh, Sean McDermott for how he handled the whole DeMar Hamlin situation. Uh, Did we say Doug Peterson? Yeah. Yeah. So, the coach of the year this year, like, that's a awards race to me. Pat Mahomes is going to get MVP. Um, But coach of the year, I think, has a legit discussion around it. <clears throat> yeah, no one else but Holmes. There's no one. I mean, Mahomes has to get it, right? Only Hurt person the I other think option, would be Burrow. Yeah, if Jalen Hurts played last, what, three games of the year? Yeah, him sitting out. I was, Burrow was the only other one that I could think of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. All right, Billy, you ready for uh, wild card weekend? Should it. All right, you want to go first or defer for Seattle? Get nine and a half at San Francisco. I'm going to defer. All right, CJ. Seattle, get nine and a half at San Francisco. Do you honestly need to ask me this question? You're picking Seattle. You pay San Francisco. For over a year now. It'll be a year. We're creeping up on me not ever picking the San Francisco 49ers ever again. Joe Montana doesn't play there anymore. Jerry Rice doesn't play there anymore. I don't give a fuck about the 49ers. They are a letdown. All right, Dino. Terrell Owens doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. He wasn't that good. Fuck him. What the fuck did he just say? You say Terrell Owens doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Yep. You heard it here first, folks. That's a wild take. Okay. Oh, no. No, it's not a wild take because the Packers played them. When Jeff Garcia played the 49ers – and fucking Terrell Owens dropped every goddamn pass in that game, but caught the game-winning touchdown. And that's that's it. That's that's who we got. Stone hands Owens. Terrell Owens is a top five wide receiver of all time. So whatever. Um, I, Frisco just they they just have too much talent. I don't I don't care. I could play quarterback for San Francisco and score ten points. So give me San Francisco. Um, I mean I think San Francisco is capable of uh, dominating this game and shutting the Seahawks out. But there's something about these divisional rivals meeting in the playoffs that nine and a half points is a lot of points. And Brock Purdy, is the second time he's going to play Seattle? If it is, I think Seattle keeps this game close and San Francisco pulls away in the end. So I'll take I'll take Seattle in the points just because it's a division rivalry in the playoffs. Have they been to Seattle? The other two times they played them? Hold on. Or yeah. they split? Because I don't remember the first game they played. It might have been when Jimmy G was hurt and they won. I don't remember. I'm in week 14. 
and 15. They lost both of them. Yeah. They well, lost in week 15, 13 to 21, and they lost in week 2, 7 to 27. Yeah, the week 15 was the one I was looking for because it was a Thursday night game. That's the game I was looking for. But I'm taking Seattle. They beat them 21-13 last time. That's only eight points. I'll take Seattle getting nine and a half. Billy? You know, I hope this game is kind of mirrors last night's national championship. Put me on the Frisco Island. No, put me on the Frisco Island. In San Fran, just dummies them. That's what I hope happens. This is the playoffs. This is where the big boys play. I don't think Seattle's a big boy, but nine and a half is a lot. Give me the points. And I was super happy to be on a home Niner Island. Let's see how happy uh, he is next week. Well, Dino, you're up here at Chargers laying two and a half on the road at Jacksonville. You said two and a half? I had it at one and a half. Hold on. It was two and a half when I set this up at eight o'clock tonight. One second. Uh, you got a number there? I mean, is that one point different? Like, it, it might. You never know. Um, give me Jacksonville. I, I they're beat up. It's I'm both teams first. Sunshine's starting to come around. The last like five weeks is the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, ever since Detroit tried to tear his knee off his body. Pretty much, which is weird, because it, it looked like he was going to be done for the season, and then he came back out, played the second half. But since then, he's been awesome. Um, the Chargers are hurt. I think Brandon Staley vastly miscalculated last week. Should have rested their guys. Give me Jacksonville. I'm and also going to take Jacksonville. You're going to give me a home puck in the playoffs with a coach who's won a Super Bowl. Versus a coach who's kind of a dipshit, I'm going to take the Jags every day. Billy? I'm torn. <laughs> oh, I'm torn because this is a home pup. <laughs> I just, I really kind of think that it doesn't matter what way I pick here. I'm either going to pick the Chargers and Brandon Staley's going to shove it right up my ass. Or I'm going to pick the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence is going to throw three picks. I like the Chargers defense. Oh, God, man. I want to pick the Chargers so bad, but all I'm envisioning is just... Doug Peterson playing Madden against Brandon Staley. <laughs> and both teams move the ball 
fucking incredible in between the 20s. And here you got old Dougie just taking field goals. Boom, 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 boom. And the Chargers score two touchdowns. And there it is, the fourth quarter, and it's 14-9. to And the Jags somehow score, and they win 17-14. to That's just all I have in my mind. Give me the Jags. Fuck. Must not have heard me, CJ. No, I didn't. I don't know what you're doing. Well, you pick after Billy every time. Yeah, I know. I just wait my turn because I don't want to speak out of turn. Because then you know you Three talk years. to me and I don't know what's going Three on. There's a spread on this. You speak out of turn all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have I obey by the rules. Oh, yeah. Morals. It's the morals I don't have. Or rules. Either way, was it spread two and a half? Two and a half. And everybody took Jacksonville? Yeah. Well, fuck it. Give me Jacksonville. Why not, right? In for a penny, in for a pound, they always say. Damn, Chargers are winning this fucking game. Probably. I, I, You know what? I was really close to picking the Chargers because the line moved from one and a half to two and a half. That's usually a pretty big sign. I had you know one what? and a half. Fuck. Give me the Chargers. I'll flip it. I'll be on the island. Okay. Official. Next up, Miami getting nine at Buffalo. I don't know who's starting quarterback for Miami, but Buffalo, I mean, they can blow people out, but I just feel like they kind of play to their opponent's level. Division rivalry, third time these teams are playing. It goes both ways, I get that, but I'll take Miami in the points. It's just too many points for a team that's playing them for the third time. Billy? I'm thinking Teddy Two Gloves is going to play quarterback. I hope so. I, and I, I'm thinking that you're not you're going to see the guys on their offensive line play. I'm thinking you see the guys on their defense play. I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think they win the game. No. But nine points is a lot, and Buffalo's been through a lot, man. I mean, that's it's an emotional roller coaster. At some point, you're going to have a dip. I, I just. I'm going to take the Dolphins and the points. I think the Bills win, but I'm just going to take the points. Kind of – go ahead, CJ. So you guys are both taking Miami? Yeah. I don't like the Bills at all. I think they're hot fucking garbage. I think they're overhyped and overrated. But in this chance, I'm going to fucking take them. Yeah, I love this. Um, the Bills had a fuck of a year. I, you had the Gabe Davis. Uh, I think his brother died. Uh, you had the Danger accident injury. Demar Hamlin. There's a real chance Demar Hamlin's on the sideline for this game. And this spread tells me two is not playing. Give me Buffalo. 
And and like if it was in Miami, different story. But in Buffalo, give me Buffalo. All right, Billy. The Giants are getting three points at Minnesota. Wow, this screams push. Well, it's a standalone game, so does that make it a primetime game? It's a 425 start, I believe. Right, but it's the only one being played. Does that make it primetime? I think so, yeah. Primetime game, yes. (laughs) Primetime curfew. I'm so confused. Nationally broadcasted game. It's the only fucking game people can watch. So Kirk Cousins isn't going to have the A game. Give me the Giants. Okay. I don't know. The Giants almost beat Philly with their fucking second stringers. I don't know. Give me, give me Minnesota. All right, Dino. Uh, the Giants did almost beat Philly with their second stringers, but Jalen Hurts was not right in that game. Sirianni came out and said afterwards, like he was in a lot of pain. I do think this is going to end up being a push, so I think I should get an extra half point for that. Um, if it ends up being true. The Giants, Minnesota won on a kickoff field, like a or game-ending field goal last time. I think it's probably similar, maybe on the other end, but I just can't give. I can't. Minnesota has not been good against good teams, so give me the Giants. That was the Giants. All right, I. Uh, I think Minnesota is the more talented team. But I think I don't think Kevin O'Connell um, is as good of a coach as Brian Dable. I think if the roles were reversed and Dable got the uh, the Minnesota job and O'Connell got the Giant job, I don't think the Giants are in the playoffs. Interesting question here. Interesting question here. Sorry to interrupt. A first-year coach taking a team that missed the playoffs the year before. Going were they were they thirteen and four, and is not in the discussion for coach of the year. That tells you all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kevin O'Connell. They, they yeah, they did go thirteen and four. He's not being considered for coach of the year, which is odd to your point. But I, I, I'm going to take the Giants. Get the points. Hard to beat a team twice, and it is at home. So this game's going to go one two either. Either Minnesota just steamrolls them. And blows them the fuck out. And it's like, wow, who saw that coming? This is the Minnesota Vikings look out. Or the Giants win this game. And I'll take that. I'll take the Giants winning the game um, in that favor. Uh, CJ, Baltimore getting seven at Cincinnati. Uh, seven? Seems like this should be like a three-point game. They haven't said Lamar is playing yet, have they? No. 
It's a, it's implied, but. Well, I mean, I know. I don't know. Fuck it. Give me Cincinnati. I know. Yeah, I mean, even if Lamar does play, how sharp is he going to be? He hadn't played in a month and a half. Um, Burrow hasn't been great against Baltimore. He's got like an 80 passer rating. He's averaging like 215 yards a game with one touchdown. Maybe two. Um, so, I mean, if there's a team that knows how to play Burrow, it's Baltimore. But I, I just I don't see Lamar coming out and having his A game, which is what it's going to take. Um, I would like to this to be six and a half instead of seven, but give me Cincinnati. I think if it's Lamar or Tyler Huntley, I think the Baltimore Ravens have a shot to win this game. Um, them paying Rokon Smith before paying Lamar is interesting. Um, but I think them paying Rokon Smith's going to fire that defense up that just played Cincinnati last week, mind you. These teams just played. I think Baltimore's defense is going to eat, and, and they're going to they're gonna shut Cincy down. Um, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to take the Ravens in the points. Billy? Who took the Ravens to win the Super Bowl this year? And what were those odds? That was uh, me. Billy took them at plus 2,000. Yeah. That was me. Mm-hmm. And this pains me. It's okay. I took the Saints. Because I am a big JRB guy, as you guys know. Every year there's an upset that nobody sees coming. This is it. I I just see a cold night. I see a low-scoring game. These teams just played. It's the third time they've played this year. Lamar comes back. Baltimore is going to have the better ground game. They're going to have the better defense. And they have the better kicker. And that third point is going to be massive in this game. Give me the Baltimore Ravens outright. I I know I, I picked them, and I sound like I'm being just, I, <laughs> I just, I think Baltimore, too, I would argue. I think Baltimore is going to win this game. It makes for a good Sunday night primetime game, but we got a Monday night primetime playoff game as Dallas is laying two and a half on the road at Tampa Bay. Both teams losing last week. CJ, who the hell are you taking here? <laughs> it's funny that you asked that question. Oh, this is supposed to be Dino going first. Yeah, yeah so, give it Dino. So I'll wait my turn. Play. No, no, no. That's fine, yeah. Dallas minus two and a half Tampa. You get to close this out, CJ. Oh, that'll be interesting. I've got a couple of rules when it comes to gambling. Tom Brady just had his first losing season ever. He is still, this is the, I've said it before, I'll say it again, the most amazing stat. And it still holds true 23 fucking years later. Tom Brady has never started a game eliminated from the playoffs. You don't bet against Tom Brady in the fucking playoffs. You just don't do it. Give me Tampa Bay. Home pup. 
Dallas on grass. Give me the Bucks. Billy? You guys remember uh, back in elementary school when you got in trouble, you had to write on the, like, chalkboard, like, I will not. I will not do this. I will not do like, this. Like, like, like Bart Simpson does on every episode of The Simpsons at the very beginning. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There you go. Imagine Tom Brady at the white at the uh, little whiteboard. Even when I lose, I win. Still has a losing record in the playoffs. And who in the NFC is going to beat Tampa Bay? Guess we'll find out. Give me the Bucks. And CJ. So let me get this straight. All you fuck-ups took Thomas Patrick Edward Brady and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. We did. That's, that's good. That's good. I'm glad we picked. I'm glad y'all picked that, that, that game. That sorry-ass team. I mean, that great Super Bowl contending fucking team. Uh, you know, we put them right there in the in the in the championship game against the uh, 49ers, right? I've been in your shoes before. It's much more peaceful on this side. <sighs> There's no peace in my life. It just won't allow it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, son of a broken man cries himself to sleep every night. Got a hot ass, another whatever the fuck, twelve year old girlfriend. In this go around. I mean, it's tough to pick. I mean, Dallas just got got fucking blown out by Matt Howell and uh, Riverboat Ron. Sam. She <laughs> well, either way, Matt Rule. Maybe I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. Cause we're not picking the Bucks. I don't want to pick the Cowboys, but I can't pick. I can't pick Tampa Bay at all. We can't do it. We're not gonna do it. This is the end of Tom Brady. Period. He's gonna retire after this year. There's nothing left for him. Write him off. Sign him off. If we are a gambling podcast, I will take that bet. Yeah. He wants to unless, play. unless for some crazy reason, Who's him and Gronk want to run it back one more time in Vegas with Josh G. McDaniels. It's the only way I see him coming back. Biggest surprise this year is that Gronk is not suiting up for the playoffs. I thought he would be back for the playoffs. Yeah, well, who knows? Uh, that's it. We got our picks for the week. I mean, I guess we do tiebreaker points. <laughs> That'd be some shit if Gronk comes running out on the field. Like, A.B. ran off the field taking his shit off, and Gronk just comes running back on, screaming, Tommy, I love you. Let's do it one more time. BK Fabian, the H.J. in the locker room. Tiebreaker. I mean, I'll stick with 37. Billy, you got your 44, I assume? Yep. Uh, Dino C.J. 44. What was that? 42, he said. Yeah. Add 10 to that and give me that. 32. Always going with that 32. Um, all right. Uh, I got how many locks? Just two locks out of six? We do four out of 16. 
Two at Warner, Seattle. Two. Let's do two uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville and uh, San Francisco. Jacksonville and who? San Francisco. Okay. Take my two Super Bowl teams, Tampa and Baltimore. Oh, I love it. I took every dog, I just realized. Um, um, CJ, who are you going with? I don't I don't even know who I picked. <laughs> Got Seattle, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Minnesota, Cincinnati, and Dallas. That's a lot of teams. Give me uh give me Seattle and Cincinnati. Um I'm gonna take the Giants. Do I want Miami or Baltimore? I'll go with the Giants in Miami. Do we want anything else to talk about? We want to talk about that national championship game or any other thing in the world of football? That national championship ain't worth talking about. Michigan's not even close. Michigan ain't even close to that. Harbaugh getting the NFL gig. If Harbaugh leaves, that fucks Michigan. But I, I, I actually disagree. I, I hope he leaves. Who would they get though at this point in the in the coaching search? I, to be honest, it's hurting them. Look, go look at their recruiting class. They, they, they literally are like one of the worst. Not, I don't want to say the worst, but. Like, they're in the middle 50s of recruiting, and I know, like... No, top five in the transfer portal. Well, I mean, that that's good for next year, but in two or three years, oh, man, they're in a fucking world of hurt. It depends on the high, but, like... Transfer portal, too. Uh Huh? A lot of kids are leaving to the transfer portal. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's... It was Michigan and Colorado in the transfer portal. Um, but I don't think it matters because did you see fucking Georgia's fourth during play last night? Yeah, Holy shit. Uh, I mean you know Michigan fans will say, well, well we didn't have Blake Corum. Don't matter. Does not matter. You you lost to a team that scored seven points in the national championship game. See, and you this, gave up fifty one points to that team that scored seven. But what? What people like, what I've found that people can't grasp or head around is, oh, we beat Ohio State and Ohio State lost by one point. Ohio State is built to beat SEC teams. They have first round talent. They yeah. First round, first round wide receivers, a first round quarterback. Michigan is built to beat Ohio State. They yep. bully the fuck out of them. It's just not a good, like, you know. Styles make fights. Michigan's a good stylistic matchup with Ohio State. Same thing with Ohio State and the SEC. If Michigan were to play Georgia, they would have got beat by 35 points. Yep. It would have been uh, 52 to 14 last night. 
Well, that's the first thing I learned when I moved here almost 20 years ago. Because, you know, living where it's Big Ten country, right? You're always Ohio State, Michigan, fucking Notre Dame, you know, Wisconsin. Those teams were always like, probably still are for the most part, you know, the predominant teams in the area we live in, right? <clears throat> so you're always brought up to think, or you grow up to think that those are the best fucking teams no matter what. When I was young, I could never think, I could never get my head around why Washington would always beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl, you know, early 90s, late 80s. So when I moved here, and Ohio State, I think, was playing Florida. I think it was Florida. It might have been LSU. I don't remember, but it was that, that year that Michigan was beat them, or, uh, you know, they played when they were one and two with Lloyd Cars like last year or whatever it was. And I remember telling somebody, I was like, man, Ohio State's going to kill them. They're going to kill them. And they're like, man, the SEC is just fast. They're fast. It's built different in the Big Ten because we play in the weather. You know what I mean? Down here, it's not cold, man. Right now, it was 65 degrees today and sunny, and it's January 10th. What is it there? You know, like, you're looking at it at that perspective, and it, it, it's, it, it's built different. Like, there, it's a ground-and-pound attack, and it's big, huge-ass linemen. Here, it's all speed. So you have to build your teams. You have to adapt to it, and a lot of them don't because you're playing to win the conference. You're not playing to win the overall thing. Didn't make sense to me until I moved down here. Oh, yeah, I got that. Makes total sense to me. Yeah. But I never thought about it. You know what I mean? That's why I thought TCU would be okay. They had speed. TCU has speed. Georgia has better speed. (laughs) It is is what it is. Yeah, it's like everybody on their team, (laughs) it's like, you know, a 4-5 guy, you know? Like, you got a fucking Jordan Davis was a 4 whatever lineman at 300 and whatever pounds yeah that's ridiculous and all they did replace him with what could be the number one overall pick yeah it's like it's like what bama did back in the day when nick when nick saban first got there you run the ball and you play good defense that's what george is doing now and then you just reload that's just the way it goes does does doesn't Bennett get drafted (laughs) No. Seventh round. Is he the, is he the new Chris Wanky? Like, if I'm in the seventh round and I'm the Jets or I'm New York or I'm um, Detroit, who doesn't Arizona, have Detroit, like the seventh Detroit. round. Detroit takes Max Doug. Yeah. Um. Unrelated, I, football, I don't think he gets drafted. The big rumor going out right now is front office sports out of Saudi Arabia has purchased WWE and is taking the company private in two weeks. Oh, good lord! So what does that mean? Well, that's been rumored for a couple weeks now, and it seems like it's starting to break news that Vince McMahon put himself back on the board and has sold WWE. <laughs> for some Saudi Arabian blood money. So exactly what does that mean? <laughs> Are they going to change the whole outlook of the company? Probably. Like, is not Triple H much. not in charge of anything anymore? Like, is Vince not in charge of anything anymore? Like, are they all out? 
Stephanie McMahon resigned earlier today. Vince put himself back in charge on Friday. Yeah, the other day. Himself back to CEO. Triple H has still had a creative, and is the creative guy. Nick Khan is the CEO, so none of that probably changes. It just probably means that, I mean, Sports is going to buy WWE. They'll be the new owners. They'll take the company private. They'll no longer be a publicly funded company. How much did he sell it for? Probably a billion dollars. That's what people are saying he was looking for. Fuck, I'd sell, I'd sell everything for a billion dollars. Yeah. I would sell my left nut for a billion dollars. What that means for their Fox deal and their NBC deal, I have no idea. But that's wild, if that's true. Well, I mean, the way that they go after these golf guys, you'd think that fucking WWE's just done. Off the air, right? Pat well, Bradley, they're, they're they're, some guys. Or, or is it going to be different? Like Ooh. everything else in America in 2022. Different. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some Yahoo's. Oh, you, can, you can't do that. It's different. I can do this, but you can't do that. We're doing. I mean, you know, they, they want to be different, but they don't want to be different. They want it all to be like the way you want it to be. Mid-April, we need, we need to do a, a golf podcast. Oh, man, I am all in on golf. I I watched. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, you two Wait. spearhead that. I'll join as a babbling idiot. Wait. Yeah, I'll be on. Fuck it. We can talk golf. Are we going to do the Masters? <laughs> Waste management to the Masters? The best time in sports. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait for golf. I could talk. Yeah. I could literally talk golf every week. All right. We'll pencil it in. Pencil it in. Waste management from the Masters, some some golf shit. So we do some golf, and we uh, we do the draft. Yeah, uh, hockey uh, in February, I guess. Hockey is basketball. We could do the NCAA tourney again. That was kind of fun. We can just talk. We can just we cannot. Oh yeah, there's yeah, sports. We, we took an off season off last year. We can just keep doing this weekly if you guys want. Yep. Do it around me with a good time. Yeah. All right. About it all. We can talk about life if you want to talk about life. All yes. right. I got to go. See you, boys. Without <laughs> <laughs> life's over. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. We'll catch you guys uh, next week. Man soon may come to ramble, rant, and flap his gums. One day when the grapplers scrum, he'll talk about the wrestling world. Well, Priest got his boys and they gathered round. They gambled picks from a site they found. In hopes they hit, their fists will pound. Gamble, gamble, the generates.